0: Hi, my name's Kramer and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy
1: not just any mama's boy you're a certified mama's boy and this is the certified mama's boy podcast so how do you
0: feel about chasing your dreams i used to be a big fan of it until recently and now i'm starting to question the whole thing and you'll see why i'm kind of fearful that i ruin someone i know's life by telling them to chase their dream and we'll we'll talk to them on today's episode welcome to the certified mama's boy podcast my name is steve kramer i'm actually doing this on instagram live right now so i'm gonna leave it them. hey uh so i've make this podcast because when I was going through my divorce, my mom used to send me these really motivational text messages. And one day I posted online and it went viral. And the stuff that she said, like changed my life, I think it can change your life too. So we start every single show with a conversation to my mom, with my mom. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. So yesterday on the podcast, we had my dad on for the very first time. And did did he listen to it?
1: He did. Of course he did. First thing when he got up this morning. I
0: know. I had a feeling. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and what is his review of himself on the podcast?
1: <laughs> I think he was he was pleased with it. It was yeah. fun for him.
0: I was gonna la- I was laughing though this morning because I mean parents are just they're just, I don't even know what dad was trying to do by this, but I just <laughs> I just log into Instagram and under the picture of me and you together promoting the podcast, the one from March twentieth, uh-huh. he just he just wrote "certified mama's boy con." <laughs> I was like. Was he trying to go to the website, but he typed <laughs> in the comment, but he didn't put a dot .com? I don't <laughs> Oh, uh, no. Um, today, we're going to talk about should you follow your dreams or not? Um, because I think it's something for me that I've really been struggling with because I love what I do, and I love putting on radio shows. I even love doing this podcast a lot. Like, if I could just do this podcast the rest of my life, I think I'd be okay without having a radio job if it were to be financially, uh, you know, right now we don't have any commercials, you know, we don't have, mm-hmm. we we've I've literally lost hundreds of dollars so far just trying <laughs> to get this thing off the ground. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I've always been a really big proponent, proponent, is that the right word? I've always mm-hmm. been a really big I've been a really big proponent. Mm-hmm. Okay, Uh, uh, following your dreams, because I did and it worked out. I mean, it's been bumpy along the way, but I've always been like, yeah, you should totally follow your dreams. And, you know, in the last (laughs) three months, every time I do it and something goes wrong, I feel like I have a harder time telling people they should follow their dreams. I have a hard time now. Telling younger, the younger generation to get into radio, like when the young kids coming in want to do radio, I'm always like, well, I mean, I just, still uh. uh, so I, today we're going to be talking to one of my old, uh, phone screeners who, mm-hmm. uh, from my channel nine three, three show who really just wanted to go be a producer. And I told her, listen, if you ever want to go be a producer, you gotta go, you just got to take off and go do it. And so she went to Connecticut and then she went over to Vegas and she just recently got let go. And I I kind of feel like oh, maybe I shouldn't be giving the advice to follow your dreams. It, it, maybe I should be giving the advice to just take it and play it safe. Um, I know that you you started your own interior design business, right? Right. And that was just was that just you alone? Yes. And was it successful?
1: It was as successful as it needed to be what it did for me was it allowed me to work on my own to enable me to be home with you all and i loved it that most of the time you all didn't, didn't even know i worked which was great
0: what are your thoughts on following your dreams because you've now seen me go up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down you know you've, you've mentioned that you don't love me to be in the radio industry anymore where are your thoughts now after you've seen me follow my dream? Mm-hmm. What do you, where are your thoughts about this now?
1: I think you should always follow your dreams. And here's why. But maybe you should always have a plan B as well. <laughs> but here's here's why. When you are called to do something, then you never work a day in your life. So if you listen to your heart and you follow that where it leads you, it will usually not lead you astray. And yes, it has been challenging. But through all those challenges, you have grown. And we all grow. And we're not challenged, we're not growing. And we're not trying something new, we're not learning. Um, so through those challenges, you grow that in ways that hopefully allow you to be even better the next time, to be an even better you, to get to know you better, to get to know the industry better. Um, So keep trying, but you always need a plan B. It reminds (laughs) me of when you were in high school and you were telling me that you really didn't need to go to college because you really knew what you wanted to do and you were already in radio and you you were already broadcasting and you didn't really feel like a degree would be very helpful to you. And thankfully, you changed your mind on that because then you went to Georgia Southern, got a degree in broadcasting, which has definitely helped you, but you also ran the school radio station, right. which was great experience. You wouldn't have had that opportunity had you not gone there. Right. But you should never give up on your dreams. You may have so, to take some detours here and there just to survive. Your but, phone's going off. <laughs> you no, <know>, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's your um, sister. She wants to um, talk about weddings. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. I mean, can you really have a plan B if you're following your dreams? I mean, is that because I don't really have a plan B to be honest with you? I don't. I, I my. You know, when I lost my job back in 2011, I just had to go figure it out, and so right. I decided to go do some uh, digital media work with a credit union right. and that wasn't, that wasn't like my plan B. Like I right. wasn't like, okay, cool. So if I ever just, you know, if I ever get long from I'm just going to go. And go and-
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, I mean, if you have a plan B, is that really supporting a, a plan, you know, or you're always like, well, I mean, I'm just going to go do this. If it doesn't work out.
1: Well, plan B's allow you to survive, right? While you're right. working on your plan A, which is always right. your ultimate dream. And sometimes you have to do things you don't want to do until you reach until you reach that dream, but don't give up. And every time you go through a transition, you go through this same cycle. and what happens at the end?
0: I guess I end up back in radio
1: <laughs> better Maybe. than before.
0: Maybe it's just my bad karma.
1: <laughs> better than before. <laughs> it's not your bad karma. You uh, end up better than before because of the trials and tribulations that you've gone through, oh. and that you've got, you, you get to know yourself. You get to know right. yourself and what you want and what's important in, in life. Yeah. And know. that's one of the blessings of, I think, this Corona time, as crazy as it is. I think this is an opportune time to share one of the wonderful things I read this morning, and it's from one of my favorite mystics, Sadguru, S-A-D-H-G-U-R-U. Check it out. It's wonderful. But his wisdom for today was, it is when a crisis hits you that what kind of a human being you are becomes most valuable. During this crisis, if you're fearful, explore that. If you have anxiety, explore that. If you're depressed, explore that. And, look and what does at, that
0: mean? Like, like going deeper to what that means.
1: Well, look at this time as a gift to really think about why am I depressed? What is causing my anxiety? What is causing this fear? Is it real? What is it that is causing me any kind of discomfort in my life
0: let's talk about you know you were you went down to see my brother and you had to wear your mask and that made um, you really upset yeah. so what does that show you that sadness like what does that sadness prove to you
1: how valuable my connections are with my families mm-hmm. and how much i love being together with you all right so this is a great time for us to consider this a gift to take time to get to know ourselves better? Who are we? Who do we want to become? To search your heart and soul for the answers, for your dream. Are you following your dream? And if not, why not? And what is your dream? Some people don't even have a dream. But if you could be and do anything you wanted to do today, what would it be and how would you get there? And what is it we want? to change, to make ourselves and our families and our communities and the world a better place. I'm just so hopeful that when the coronavirus is behind us, that we all come out in a better place than we were before because we've gotten in touch with things that really matter, that really matter to us.
0: Right, not just our jobs or our stuff or Not going just, to the store and buying stuff. It's just funny how all of that has just washed away. Mm-hmm. Like nobody cares what kind of car you're driving right now. Right. Nobody cares about the clothes that you have no. or your job status or any of that. None of that's like everything that you we all thought was so important. Mm-hmm you know, your status now is based on the the rolls of toilet paper you have in your house. You know, like it's, (laughs) it's all just, it's so different. It's just so different now, you know, but I I, I do think, I think you're right in that. So mom's final wisdom when it comes to, should you follow your dreams or not?
1: Yes, but always have a plan B, but never give up on your dreams because dreams come true.
0: If you don't have a plan B, you can always just do a podcast with your mom. So,
1: you can. That's right.
0: Okay. Well, that's good. I okay. I appreciate it. I love you. I miss you.
1: Miss you. Love you forever.
2: Hello, Stephen. This is Kim. I'm a neighbor just down the road a piece from your mama, Nancy. I have to admit that um, even though I'm no
1: youngster, I do tend to forget that the podcast, cast goes on every single day and I forget to listen. But when I do listen,
2: I really enjoy it and I giggle and I listen and I continue to do my quilting while I'm listening to you and your mama, Nancy, my good friend. Have a great day. Keep up the great work.
0: So the running joke of the podcast is that literally only my parents' friends Call and like listen to the show because there you go. There's another neighbor that uh, that checks in. So thank you, Kim. I appreciate that. You can always call for whatever reason. Eight 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 Kramer eight. You know, last week we met Lisa. Remember Lisa? Uh, in case you didn't listen to, I forget what episode it was. Uh, Lisa, when we when I said that, hey, we for some reason had this weird spike of the podcast over the Netherlands. She was like, yeah, I listened in the Netherlands. I found you on Instagram. I thought it was so crazy. And then like right after that. Uh we got this.
2: Hi Kramer, my name is Elizabeth and I am calling you from Okinawa, Japan. I recently moved here, but I have been listening to you since 2016. Uh my husband is active duty Marines and at the time of this deployment our time zones were way off. When he was about to go to sleep, I was waking up, which is how I ended up listening to you on the radio. It was a nice distraction from my reality at the time. So I'm so happy that you started this podcast so I can continue listening and just following you in the next phase of your life. So thank you so much. Bye. Elizabeth, uh,
0: that, that is so, that is so freaking cool. And I am so happy to make you our official ambassador for the whole country of Japan. What we're trying to figure out is like, where are you listening to this podcast? Like I'm here in this, this little house in San Diego and we know we have listeners in San Diego and We know we have listeners in Phoenix, and we have listeners in Washington State. We have listeners in Tampa. We have listeners in Atlanta. Lisa, our ambassador for the Netherlands. That was cool, right? And now we say hi to Jennifer, and everybody that might be listening, you, you literally might be the only person listening to Japan, but... I think that's amazing. So we welcome you. And like where are you listening from? Wherever it is. Like, I wanna know. If it's not one of those places we named, eight 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 Kramer Eight will make you the official ambassador for there too. That's the bomb. <laughs> It's It's in my head all day now. Okay, following your dreams. What do you? How do you feel about that, honestly? Are you a big believer in following your dreams? I and mean, you should, and, and maybe you did, and it worked out great. I would say, if you asked me yeah, a couple months ago, I'd be like, yeah, totally. If you follow your dreams and it ended up terribly, that might be another phone call we could take, too. I mean, either way, 888-Kramer8. I am kind of terrified on the topic today because I told my next guest, go follow your dreams. Go leave San Diego. Go do your thing. And ever since then, it's been like a little bit rocky. So my guest today uh used to be the phone screener on my radio show here in San Diego. Um she is a fantastic human being. This is Steph Seacat. Hey. I asked Steph before we started recording. I said, What what room are you recording in? Because everyone's stuck at home right now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I am in my beautiful laundry room. Can you can you tell? Can you does it sound bad?
0: You know, I I was really stressed out when I started this because I was like I'm going to be the jankiest sounding podcast. But the fact that like Jimmy Fallon is doing his show from home, you know, like there on you go, iPhone, I'm like it's fine. Like no one's expecting high quality. So what what you're getting now is me in my guest room and you're getting Steph in her laundry room. Uh and this is it's fine. Somehow, I don't know how people listen to this podcast, but For some reason, they do, Steph. For some reason, they do.
3: Because maybe they they like you, or maybe they don't like you, and they just want to hear what you're up to.
0: (laughs) Maybe maybe they're tuning in just to hate on me. They're like, this is going to suck. I'm going to listen to every episode and think about how much it sucks.
3: From all the way to the end, where it goes (laughs) zero, zero. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're probably
0: not wrong. Was it two years or three years that we worked together, Steph?
3: We worked from what year did you start, Kramer? 2016.
0: I was 2016.
3: the beginning of 2016 all the way until August of 2018. So almost three years. Okay. Um, You know, I
0: <laughs> I talked yesterday on the episode um because I have invited DJ C-Riz to come on uh, the podcast and I didn't hear back from him. And that was the second text that I got that has been not responded to. And then I told you guys on Monday, we're going to talk about my ex-co-host in Phoenix that also does not like me. Does everyone that works for me does not like me. (laughs) This this, this is your chance because you're, (laughs) you're the only person I've had on here so far. That's, that's worked for me. So if I'm a complete demon, you're allowed to say that I'll edit it out, but you're allowed to say it.
3: You have your moments, but I don't think that to the point where that they hate you, I think we all have our ups and downs where we can act crazy or we can just be like the best person ever.
0: You've now worked with three different radio shows. I mean you've worked with our with our show here at Channel 933 and then you went to Connecticut,
3: Hartford, Hartford, Connecticut. Hartford,
0: Connecticut. Connecticut.
3: Mm-hmm. The
0: Vegas of the East is what I used to call it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the irony of that name. Yes, the Vegas of the East and you were there for how long not long 6 months maybe not long 8 months
0: okay and then you took another job in vegas uh yes. that's the vegas, vegas of, of the west
3: <laughs> of, the, of the west
0: <laughs> that's the actual <laughs> vegas yep. and uh so you and you were there for six months how long
3: i was actually there for 10 months
0: am i was i the craziest one to work with was i the hardest one to work with and you can be honest
3: i think you would definitely be one of the top three of the hardest. Um, You only
0: worked for three.
3: (laughs) Okay. Let's think about it like this. I'm kind of thinking of six people. If we all, if we think about all the three shows that I'm working with, you get where I'm getting now. Okay. I get it. So you would be top three for sure. Hardest. And then craziest. I think that you would be, I think you're actually third place for both categories. That's not bad. If I fall right in the middle, I mean, I'm like
0: that's that's the <laughs> nicest thing I think anyone's actually said on this podcast so far. You're,
3: you're very welcome.
0: <laughs> that's really really nice because here's the thing. I what I'm doing with this podcast is I am really creating this much more vulnerable and authentic version of myself. I feel like people have only seen the radio side of me, and what I don't want to paint is that I am some type of really just perfect human being. I've worked, put a lot of work into myself over the last 11 years now, between therapy and reading and, and, and exploring myself and especially my divorce, which was two years ago, pro, pro, pro after my divorce, I put like a lot of work into myself. Uh, but I don't want to come off as this like, Oh my God, this guy just totally has his shit together. You can give like an authentic version of what it's like to work with me.
3: Um, I think one of the hardest times was because our friendship and relationship, As a professional kind of blended. That was hard because I knew you were my homie, but I also needed to know like you are also my boss. And sometimes the lines did get blurred during days where we were tired or days when we had a lot of crap to do. Like there were times where our relationship definitely blended. And I think we might have talked about it on the podcast or on the air that you – said something to me and I was very offended because I thought we were talking professionally, but you were talking to me as a friend and right. vice versa. You sat I, me down and it was like, you said something, I said something to you and it was unprofessional.
0: Yeah. I honestly don't remember what you said, but please don't re-say it. <laughs> That's, it's the past. It's the past. It
3: is. It is the past.
0: Steph is in a predicament like a lot of us are right now, which is Steph just got let go from her radio station in Vegas, which broke my heart, and it wasn't just a Steph thing. I mean, our industry, radio, went through another bloodbath. Uh, so many people over the past two weeks, I mean, have been let go. Uh, yeah. It's been really sad to watch. It, it was hard enough when we went through it in January with iHeart Radio, but now it's like everybody. Do you want to talk about like like how you found out? Cause I always feel like that's such a relatable moment to so many people that have actually been through being let go. I think everybody can take themselves back to that moment, especially if a job they actually loved.
3: Oh yeah. Absolutely. Um, it happened just a few days ago, so it's really fresh in my yeah, it's memory. Super fresh. I finished our Thursdays show. And what we're doing right now in radio is a lot of us are broadcasting from home and I got off at 10 a.m. And usually I wait for my boss to send me audio and stuff. Um, But during the show on Thursday, it was in the last hour of the show, I got an email from the GM and it was an appointment with my HR person, my PD and the GM. And earlier that morning, we did get an email kind of warning what might happen with layoffs and everything going on with COVID-19. It's not just radio. It's the entire world. We're going through this crazy pandemic. And unfortunately, money is going to be lost. So um, I kind of felt it coming when I saw that email early in the morning. So
0: so, so I'm clear. So they sent out this this generic email at first.
3: Yes, exactly.
0: and And then like, right, like how, how later, how much later did you get an email saying like, Hey, we got a meeting coming up with the HR department.
3: Three hours later, so at in the five in five a.m. we got that big email, Four, the big company email, and then yeah. the nine a.m. I was like, "Crap!" Um, so so you, I basically, do you
0: you you obviously did you yes. assume that's what was going to happen?
3: I did know in my heart that there's to be ready, like, hey, maybe it's you being affected, or maybe it's someone on your show being affected. Regardless, I was ready for the lowest of the low, me being let go. Um, so my appointment from. 10 a.m. I had an hour basically. At 10 a.m. was when we were done with the show. 11 a.m. is when I had um, the call with the big guys. So between that time, it's very funny because our friend Jessica called me. So it was easy for me to be distracted and just be willing to like talk to someone before I got this really big news. And it wasn't anything about work. It was just catching up. It was just you know how are you you
0: at, at the blue?
3: Yeah, it was really crazy. It was so just like- Jess,
0: Jess, really quick is our was our another girl that was a phone screener for our Channel Nine Three Three show. Who yes. her and Steph had already been good friends for for a long time. Um, and now Jess, I can only imagine because Jess doesn't handle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anything well
3: <laughs> yeah but see this is the thing Kramer I didn't tell her anything about it until I got off the phone with her so it was just literally like uh, a sign of peace like hey your friend is nice. here for you it was kind yeah. of it was like that so in between we talked about for 40 minutes I was like hey I gotta go I got this really big meeting and I was at 10 40 we got off the phone she goes okay girl just be positive don't think about anything uh, until anything might happen we get off the phone and then uh, right at 11 o'clock, it's a video conference. Um, and they basically laid it out. They just basically said, we have to terminate you. We have to let you go because of the unforeseen circumstances of COVID-19. And I just took it maturely. I, you know, And in radio, you know how this is. You never know how long you're going to be in a station, let alone in a market for. So I was already kind of ready for it when I saw you, one of my closest friends, get let go. It's like no one's, invis- no one's invincible. <sighs> Um, regardless of how long you've been at a station or what you've offered, like money and the economy and this huge pandemic was something that I knew was the reason, and it wasn't me. It wasn't my hard work. It wasn't my my uh, performance. It was something that I just needed to just experience because I haven't experienced being let go before. So this is right. my first time being laid off or let go. And once I got off that phone call, um, right after that phone call, I James knew, and he was. He knew I was trying to be strong, but I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. He goes, no, let it out. Like you need yeah. to emotionally let it out. And I did. I cried in his arms. Um, I let it out. And then I went to go put on my, you know, my big shoes on and went to go talk to the show because they said to call them right after. And I talked to my hosts and some of us cried and some of it some of us were just like, we this is going to be so hard to let you go. And I'm like, this is hard for me to let go because I've invested. So, I mean, I've only been here for 10 months, but I feel like I've been here for much longer than that because yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you feel the same you way. Guys, like
0: You seem close. You guys seem very close.
3: Yeah. I felt very close to them. It was just the three of us. And I just felt like we finally had something going. Um, and I just felt kind of defeated in a sense. Like I didn't, I felt like everything I worked for, was out the window.
0: I uh, have been a really big proponent with Steph, you know, who used to do our phone screening, and Jess, who was one of our phone screeners, and uh, and Siriz, who you know, the guy who was running the board and playing the music and stuff, to go follow your dreams. And that I didn't see them being able to grow much more at Channel Nine Three Three. That I didn't think there was going to be a position unless you know somebody moved then it was, they were kind of going to be stuck being phone screeners. And I know that Steph was, I mean, all of them were beyond the positions that they were currently in. Um, So I was always being like, Hey, you got to go, you got to go follow your dreams. And so when Steph came to me and was like, Hey, I have an opportunity to go to Hartford, Connecticut,
3: <laughs> the Vegas of the East.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I've never been to Hartford, Connecticut. I can't. I can't talk trash about it. I it's mean, not the Vegas of the
3: East. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just tell you that first of all. <laughs> uh,
0: I, I can only imagine, not, not the most, uh, um, you know, it, it wasn't like, it wasn't no. like LA is calling or even, I mean, at that point, Vegas, like if, if Vegas had really like opened up at that point, uh, wow, that'd be, that'd be a glamorous opportunity. You had an opportunity at Hartford, Connecticut, and I told you to go take it. And I, um, th- today's episode is all about like chasing your dream. Like, should you, I'm struggling with, should you do it or should you not? you did it like you chased your dream and here you are you you've been to uh you've been to two different cities now chasing it and now you're kind of like at the standstill where i am where we're not kind of sure like the hell are we doing i mean where is your stance on following your dream do you are you glad you took this leap or do you kind of wish that you would have stayed in san diego and would have just seen what was going to happen
3: uh, to blatantly say it, I am so happy that I went to Hartford, Connecticut, the non-Vegas of the East, because it brought <laughs> me to the actual Vegas. Like it, it <laughs> trips me out when we actually like joke about it, and that then it's is like really weird. It's like we manifested it when we were joking around. Doesn't You're that not make kidding. sense?
0: Because I used to uh, literally, like, I used to make the joke because I mean Hartford, Connecticut, and I, Lord, if we, if please, if you live in Hartford, Connecticut, and you listen to this podcast. We're having people from like, all over the country starting to pop up. Like I listen to it here. If you listen to Hartford, <laughs> oh. Connecticut. I really want you to call 888-Kramer8, K-R-A-M-E-R, 8, uh, because I don't want to talk trash about it. It was amazing. So I want you, if you live there, you call and you do like a 30-second commercial for how amazing Hartford oh, Connecticut okay. is because I sat there and talked so much trash about Hartford, Connecticut on our Uncensored podcast. <laughs> I was like, yes, girl, it's the Vegas of the East. Everyone's just <laughs> flocking to go vacation in Hartford, <laughs> Connecticut. <laughs> um, oh, man. So, but it's funny because I kept saying it's the Vegas. I guess like, you're going to the Vegas of the East. Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. And then you freaking
3: end up in Vegas. Exactly. And it's that's so why weird. I, and that's what's crazy to me because I don't. I don't have expectations high, but I aim high, if that makes sense. So it's like, I'm going to go to Hartford, Connecticut, and wherever that leads me is my next bigger step. And I didn't expect it to be so short of time. I thought I was going to be in Connecticut and, you know, brand myself and, you know, get some following in Connecticut. But it just happened. It went, hey, there's an opportunity in Vegas. Do you want to come or do you not? And I said, absolutely. And I took that and I just ran with it because when – I don't know if I've told you this, but when I got the gig in Connecticut, I told my husband, James, who was my boyfriend at the time, I don't know if I want to take this gig. Like, I don't see myself there. I don't see myself living the big dream that I want. And he told me, if you don't take this gig, you're going to regret it. And I stick with me and I just ran with it because I don't know what was going to lead after Connecticut. I did not expect myself to be in Vegas a year and a half after I left San Diego. I thought thought I'd be there now. So I'm just so happy that I did that. And I think, you know, my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, to just tell me that. Because if I don't think if I heard that, I don't think I would have really – I don't think I really would have done it because I knew he was going to move with me. And I was like, am I doing this? Are we doing this? I don't think I'm going to do this. It's so far. So You're going right? to regret it. Absolutely. If I got the Vegas gig after San Diego, it would have been very different. I think I would sure. have been much more a hundred percent, but I needed this. I needed this route. I needed to go to Connecticut to get to Vegas because I would definitely not be the person and the dreamer that I am today.
0: What do you say to somebody right now that's sitting there? That's, wanting to go follow their dream and is, is kind of like you are They're They're staring at Hartford, Connecticut right now. And it's not <laughs> like all they can see is Hartford. <laughs> like, yeah. like how did you, yeah. maybe there's somebody listening right now that needs to hear you being like, Hey, yeah. listen, I, I was, I was scared and I did it. And honestly, right now it's not even comfortable and you still don't regret it.
3: Absolutely. You see, I don't want to look back ever and say, what if I did that? Because if I was just not scared and I just did it, maybe I wouldn't be doubting myself today. And I mean, look at me now. Yeah, I went through two jobs in two different cities and I did get let go, but it's because I knew that wasn't meant for me at this moment. I know what is meant for me and whatever you do on a day to day basis is going to. Put you to where you want to be. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in a week, especially with what's going on now. We all have to be patient with wherever our dreams take us, but you could still be building yourself every day to what you want to be and take the necessary steps like going online, doing your research, getting the connections that you need to do on a day to day basis. That's still ac- accessible to you, that's still in front of you. So we are very lucky to have technology to achieve our dreams
0: when i was hoping god like you hope you're like screw you kramer like you told me you told me to go chase (laughs) my dreams now here i am unemployed in my my laundry room (laughs) recording a podcast (laughs) with you
3: (laughs) we're both unemployed (laughs) you stupid idiot (laughs) (laughs) i I should listen to my mama who said don't go (laughs) mama's always right
0: you have to make me a promise right now that when you Land back on your feet, whatever that looks like. And I I do think that you'll end up back with that same show. And when things turn around, I think you're going to be a stronger version of yourself because you're going to know yourself better and you're going to appreciate it more every day you walk in there. I think we all will we'll all appreciate everything a lot more, right? Yeah. Uh, I just want you to be able to come back on here and I want to hear the end of the story, right? I want to hear like, hey, yeah, like it was, I still follow my dream and, or maybe you give up. I don't know. Maybe you're just like, no, nah, and your dream changes. And I think it's interesting to hear that too. I, just, I think I feel so too, like, yeah. Like you're just like my child. <laughs> like I, I sent you out into the world Help. and now I'm like you good. <laughs> sorry it didn't work out I just uh.
3: I know what you mean I know and I have to thank you because you've you've been through it and you know what to tell me and you've been helping me along the way once it's either like helping me with my contract or it's helping me get my severance pay like you've literally been there for me to like for advice and I appreciate that about you and and you've helped me like all these other people that I've worked with just help me become that producer slash radio personality that I've been so thank you and I love you and thanks for letting me be on this
0: absolutely anytime you want to go to your laundry room and come on here and it, it's nice to know that i'm only literally the third craziest person you worked for that really like makes me feel <laughs> <laughs> offline off i want to know who number one and two are but uh um, know later. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right steph thank you for doing this
3: of course i love you and anytime
0: love you Did you hear that third craziest that's that's like a plaque on the wall that's like a trophy on the desk right there. All right, so you give me some good feedback. You said you like when I give the um, the corona news, the good stuff, though, coming from the coronavirus and while we're all stuck at home. Uh, 21-year-old Ashley Lawrence of Kentucky has been troubled recently with how face masks prevent people with hearing disabilities from communicating because people that do sign language heavily rely on lip reading for grammar. And so face masks, you know, obscure half the message then. if You can't see their mouth, right? So with the help of her mother, Lauren started sewing these masks with these little plastic windows, like where the mouth is, right? So then ALS speakers could still use lip reading for communication. And uh, she's given them to a dozen hospitals for deaf individuals for free, which I think that's awesome. And Bill Gates has just announced that his foundation, this is crazy, is going to accelerate in all of the COVID-19 response efforts by building factories for all seven of the most promising vaccines that are currently in development. But here's the thing is that like probably only one or two of them will likely be produced. Here he is on the daily show. Our early money can accelerate things. So for example, there's uh, of all the vaccine constructs, the seven most promising of those, even though we'll end up picking at most two of them, we're going to fund factories for all seven. Uh, and they're different for the different constructs, and so we'll abandon. You know, it'll be a few billion dollars we'll waste on manufacturing for the constructs that don't get picked because something else is better. Don't you love how Bill Gates says like it'll be a couple billion dollars? I, mean, I feel like that's how I act when I go to the casino and spend twenty bucks in slot machines. I'm like, I mean, uh, I might lose, but it's just just twenty dollars. So, and let's get out of here with a made me laugh. Uh, every the end of every show, in case you're new, I put something up here that I, I found on social media that I just thought was funny. Uh, this is a South African president and I can completely relate to this because I feel like any time I ever have to speak Spanish, I'm like God awful at it. And this poor guy, you know, South African trying to read something that is in English. And the word
1: is, is supposed to be beginning. This one in the beginning in the, in the bini in the bininging
2: yeah
1: in the in, in ha uh, in the listen properly in in the bininging yeah in 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 the bininging in the biningi in, in 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 the in the bininging
0: I can't tell you how many, how many times I've screwed up Spanish words. Like double L's, why those Y's, and I feel you. Okay, that's it. That's all we got for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. I appreciate it. Always love your feedback. 888-Kramer8 on Instagram at that thatguykramer. Seriously, if it's good, if it's bad, the only way we can grow this show is if you let me know what you like and what you don't. And uh, on Facebook, I'm Steve Kramer. There's probably a million of them. I'm the one that has no wife in the picture. That's... <laughs> That's how. If there's somebody in a relationship. It's, it's not. It's not me. Okay. Love you. See you tomorrow.
2: Hi, Kramer. This is Monica from San Diego. I was calling because listening back to episode seven, I remember you talking about you know your neighbors being all older and stuff. And when I first moved to San Diego many moons ago, I was going into my sophomore year in high school, and I lived in North Park. It was either super older neighbors or really, really young children. And um, like not even school age yet. So I did befriend some of my elderly neighbors and I had some of the best conversations with them. So I would let the guard down and go and be more friendly because you never know what kind of wisdom you can learn from them. And also, they may have some granddaughters or great granddaughters that you could possibly connect with. So, you're leaving out an area that could be beneficial to your life. You have a great day. Talk with you soon. Love you.
1: Hey Kramer, my name is Anthony, I'm calling from El Centro and I've been a long time um, listener to uh, 94.1 and Channel 933. And I just became a fan of yours,
2: so I'm following you. And dude, keep up the good work, man. It's uh it's very refreshing hearing um you um with your battles
1: and doing such a good job. It's very uplifting for a person like me. You know, I've had a couple battles that like you've had. But you know what? It's like, man, it's it's amazing. I'm gonna we're gonna see you succeed, man. Hang in there, man. <laughs>